Okay, welcome everybody to the co-group meeting of the Sultan Association. We're doing a voice check-in first before we do anything else. My, I, that's my voice, Sabina here. <laughs> also, it's November 14th, and this is Danielle. Adrian. Patrick. Alyssa. Thalia da Fermos, in case you don't know me. <laughs> Such an unremarkable voice. Mason. Colleen Vieira, yeah. Ali Emmerich, Krista Caster, Warren Prince. Okay, thank you. So also welcome to all the listeners. We welcome Mason here, who seems to have been inspired by listening to uh, the podcast. So you are <laughs> our first um, reeling, reeling, reeling in. Um, let me just read a thing that used to be um, quite inspiring to people in Camp Hill over the years. I'm not sure it still is. Um, it comes from the early images. And today we're not going to talk about it because Danielle and Lauren have to leave a little earlier. But it would be interesting to me to talk about it at some point. Um, and there are two versions. I read the version that is a little bit more palatable. <laughs> Than the other one. There is a knighthood of the 20th century whose members do not ride through the darkness of physical forests as of old, but through forests of darkened minds. They are armed with spiritual armor and an inner sun makes them radiant. Out of them shines healing, healing that flows from a knowing of the image of the human being as a spiritual being. They must create inner order, inner justice, peace and conviction in the darkness of our time. And I th think this has been assigned to Dr. Koenig. All right. Um, Danielle texted me last night uh, just to because again you anticipated leaving early, so I wanted to pull forward your points you have for today. Yes. There you go. There was a Camp Hill Association of North America conference call yesterday that I just wanted to give a debrief of here. So I'll run through it and just jump in if you have questions or comments. <laughs> Um, Camp Hill, California just had their peer review a couple weeks ago. Um, in Hudson, there is a celebration for the death of Casper Hauser. Coming up. 17th of December. You Casper Hauser, I'll talk to you, Courtney, a bit about that that's story. That's not true, actually. Um, I think that's when he appeared in Nuremberg. Um, so we are doing this study, I don't know if that's the right word to use, um, but the association is turning to Comenius, mm -hmm. is that how you say it, as the next person, and the idea is that um, at the association meeting in March, uh, the trustees will report back, you know, how we've been working with it in our, in our communities and what fruits we're gaining from that. And then at the May meeting, we would turn to Zinzendorf, mm -hmm. 
Um, but because those two meetings are so close together, we can kind of switch over at any point. And I feel like we're just going to do whatever we want and probably work through all three of them at the same time once the play is over. So we'll see. <laughs> um, and then I sent around yesterday this document that has um, the Lifetime Achievement Awards over the last decade or so, and they're accepting nominations now. So I thought that might be a lively conversation, um, maybe not this week, but next week. So we could think through our list of people who have impacted Kanto for potential nominations. Um, that's basically it. Okay. Any questions? Any comments? Any? There's a Casper Hauser house at Kimberton Hills, I believe. And I just, I don't know much about this person. Is there any chance? We I can talk give about you it? a book. Okay. Yeah, Kasper Hauser was quite the, you know, on a big ship you have this figurehead at the, what is it, the bow? The bow. Kasper Hauser was that, is that for Kimpel, spiritually speaking. It would be interesting maybe to hear a bit more about these kinds of things that used to inspire the Kempil impulse. Take off. Mm. You, you don't know who Casper Hauser is? Correct. <clears throat> you can probably Google it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, you can ask us. You can Google everything. Um, so, you would find a lot of Casper Hauser buildings, you know, spread out through the Campbell movement, and I'm quite sure that is out there. Um, did you say you had two points? Yeah, so the other point is um, social media and the Facebook group. I became aware that there is a Sultane Association Facebook group, which I didn't know it existed. So I thought maybe we could talk about what we could use that for and who should be invited and whether it should be open or closed and who should be able to post. It used, it used to be the Facebook group that was called Employee and Co-workers. Kate just renamed it oh. at some point. That's where, that's its um, heritage. And it was started by Amy back when. So it might actually be a really good um, conversation to have. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe, so I just then want to ask the question, should we keep that group or should we make a new one? I think it's worthwhile having some sort of, I mean, I'm a big fan of Facebook, sorry, but I think the idea of having, now we've got podcasts, you know, we have some sort of, um, what do you call it, uh, Excel sheet that people could look at, I guess. <clears throat> but rather than, and we have the Saltine Weekly. So it would be maybe useful to have another platform without having to have a whole website. Um, so I, I, I would uh, imagine Facebook is the most obvious place to have some sort of uh, social connection. It's probably the platform for um, many of our residents to have easiest access to. And 
if it is to be a Sultan Association Facebook group, then it's open to all members, right? Mm -hmm. but, yeah, but it should be closed. To everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a little bit of a job to get all these people in. Maybe we could have Kate Skype into this call or to this meeting next week. But thanks for bringing that up. Good thinking. See? Um, any other points that aren't peer review related things? Any committee check-ins you want to give? Have to do. There has been an arts and culture meeting since last <coughs> Wednesday. I would be interested to just give a... I mean, it should be maybe a... Because I'm here as the executive director of Saltain as well. Um, I'm supposed to be here. Um, I'm required, actually, to be here. And I would have thought maybe part of that could be that I keep this community informed of what's going on that maybe isn't obvious until I say it. And there's one or two things that, you know, some of which I've already talked about, one thing that's probably happening soon that I think people should be knowing about, which isn't a big deal or anything, but rather just finding out. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we make that also standing point from the executive. Is that good? Yeah. All right. Any committee reports that anybody wants to give? From anywhere? I could share. You were at the arts and culture mm -hmm. meeting, Sabina, but uh, just um, a heads up that we are planning a uh, advent series that we'll be sharing with everyone shortly. Uh, we could be yeah. some uh, crafts and a what's the walk? The, the Edmund Spiral? The Spiral. Spiral, yeah. spiral um, different meetings on different days featuring some food, possibly some crafts, uh, indoor or outdoor fires, togetherness, <laughs> <laughs> maybe some live music, singing. I've told the author that we have a spiral if you need some. <laughs> 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 I do it for the open <laughs> <laughs> No, we're not throwing them on. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you're doing it for children, yeah. um, I'll bring, I have, contribute to children to, to that. <laughs> okay, um, so Adrian, from the executive director. <clears throat> um, just to point out that a couple of things which happened in different orders, but um, um, Parsable and Sultane will be um, starting to rent on a just an experimental basis for five months, which might be longer, um, a building at 321 Church Street in Phoenixville, which is just a building in Phoenixville um, because um, there are um, many uh, people who are uh, sort of split between here and there uh, in administrative tasks and um, this space uh, kind of came up as a, a kind of a cheap experiment option. Um, 
And so that's going to uh, start uh, this week. Um, nobody will be um, permanently based there at this point in time. It will be more like rather than people having to meet in um, cafes uh, or uh, you know sidewalks uh, only, they can still do that too. Um, this will be a place where people can have uh, either meetings or uh, have their little sort of workspace when they're in Phoenix. Um, Does anybody else find it weird that the address is 321? Um, well, you know, 101, 321. <laughs> 321 Vanderslice was the first house in Phoenixville that we were yeah, yeah. involved in. I hadn't even thought so, of that. I thought you were just talking about it. It's probably tattooed your consciousness. consciousness. Yeah, That's why it's weird. Yeah, nobody else remembers. <laughs> um, and the other thing that is kind of weirdly connected to that is that um, uh, you, you all have heard that Michelle has uh, chosen to move on to greener pastures. Um, yeah, Michelle, the accountant. Um, we are, uh, and this not is uh, this is not a um, how to say it by any means a done deal, but just that you know that we are in conversations with the um, neighbours to three two one uh, Church Street, otherwise known as admin service admin service, in terms of uh, either a uh, part time either a temporary or not so temporary. Um, uh, how to say, uh, solution to the absence of Michelle. Um, partial solution. So they're just the things I thought you guys should know about. And we don't tend to do too many secret things. So Church Street, the building uh, being rented, that's not to replace the signing in, signing out process. No. Okay. That's that project, the one hundred and one project, is still in the mind works mm -hmm. of both of the organisations. Um, uh, that could be the basement where that sort of thing happens. Okay. Um, uh, this is more uh, if if the one hundred and one uh, project actually happens, then I would say. Um, either we will get a more permanent uh, deal with this uh, Church Street location or, or uh, somewhere in that vicinity because then you will have a lot more administrative tasks focused in Phoenixville that might even require permanent locations so that people who now sit here and do their work actually would be better placed there because there's just more people there more often and they would be less likely. So. Okay. <clears throat> so, so this is a um, a little bit like a, another beachhead. We've had this sort of cafe. We've had van slice. We haven't really ever had an administrative beachhead. So this is you know. That. Thank you. Any questions, comments? Yes, one quick one, yeah. and that when you're starting not for living, but is it part of the possible program meeting things? What? I mean, this place you said on church. Um, it would be uh, uh, imaginable that someone could have, for example, an ISP meeting there if it happens yeah. to make sense. Um, um, but it's not going to be used for program operations at this point. Oh, okay. So you you wouldn't be going there to do a class or something like that. 
that's more uh, either something that could happen in Community Arts Phoenixville or if this 101 thing happens or out here. Um, it's not to say that there, there couldn't be uh, options for that in the future, but that's not what that is at this point in time. Okay, we're good? <clears throat> All right. Um, last week we talked about talking about the peer review um, this week. And I did ask everybody to have a look at these um, membership guidelines that you guys manage. <laughs> <laughs> we all did. We all did. That's good. But well, let that serve as your backdrop then to what I um, have thought about since. Um, I tried to understand what the actual timeline is now that it's been agreed that Sultan will undergo the peer review um, conducted once every seven years through the Campbell Association of North America. So it's our turn. And um, Danielle and Lauren are leaving us because Lauren is becoming a fellow. A fellow. You'll give us a report when you come back. Uh, yeah, Tell us sure what happened. Yeah. Great. So excited. Bye. Have fun. Drive safely. Bye. Bye. No trolling. So I tried to understand the timeline now. Now that we are at the start line, is it the March meeting? Is it the May meeting? By when do we actually need to have this completed? And uh, and Kena wants to get a report. And I haven't really found out clar uh, clarity about that. In my understanding, it was to be the March meeting, but that is a very short span of time. So it might be the May. Yeah. So I might assume the May meeting is the more realistic one. Yeah, definitely. Always later is better. Always later is better. Okay. So as I thought through it, um, again, I realized that the peer review is really reviewing two parts of what currently is sold in. The sold in ink part, and that's not actually our concern, and then the sold in association part, which is our concern. But uh, for the sake of... Oh, uh, for the sake of teasing apart my own thoughts, can I just share with you what I feel falls into the sold in ink? Place and Adrian can then give his rebuttal to that. <laughs> um, when I imagine people coming here to have a look at Saltine, they probably ought to be looking at all the enterprises, enterprises individually, and maybe also um, experience the enterprise leadership meeting. And that, in my understanding, falls more under the organization rather than, even though it's all always intertwined. They probably will want to um, understand something about the economics at this point. And I wasn't sure whether the board or a board member would, outside board member, would be involved in such a process. Um, and then Adrian, Kristen, and Danielle uh, are the that's the leadership team of the Sultan organization and whatever goes on there. Um, Michelle is too. She mm. might be here. <coughs> yeah. 
uh, for the Sultan Association, I thought, well, they would probably want to understand all our committees and the work that might be going on, um, plus the projects that arise out of those committees, such as the 5K thing, or land summit, or whatever happens to be happening then, as well as attending and talking to members of the co-group and attending the co-group meeting. Um, plus, there probably should be um, a general meeting that would happen during the time that people are here. So that's what I thought of in broad brushstrokes. Um, and the questions that I asked myself is, um, where would we present where the social impulses are, where the spiritual impulses are, where the economic impulses are? And when I say economic, I don't just mean the dollars, but this thing that has more to do with resources and exchange of resources, relationships that, um, that carry this economic quality to them. Where, where would we um, show this, or where does it live? And um, I also wondered whether we needn't have a conversation. When we say spiritual, what actually does that mean? Um, is it the transformation from what used to be a Bible evening to being interested in social justice issues, or food justice, or climate justice? You know what. Whatever is out there, um, is it a transformation to a greater racial awareness or awareness about race? Um, and is it a transformation to maybe really exploring different economic models such as the um, local currency idea and other things? So this is a little bit how I began to think about laying a foundation so that we can actually design something that uh, seems so weird right now, we're designing something. And that's me done talking. I'm opening the floor. And <laughs> what do you think, anybody? Good. I think it would be cool if there would be a way to, if everybody were in agreement, to see how it all plays in like each plays into the other. You know, how spirituality is in economics and economics is in spirituality and social, socializing, or, you know, how it all mm -hmm. it builds off of each other and into one another. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool to have that be an angle to approach from. Yeah. I think if you're looking for concrete examples or events to fill in these slots of how to demonstrate these things, um, in terms of economics, I think, are you looking for people to witness these things in action? It's, it, it's more to stimulate us in thinking about it, because once we know whom we invite and once we know when they're coming, it would be good to also have a bit of a concept of, and while they're here, we want a welcome gathering, or we want a... Okay you know, whatever, but just to stimulate us to um, focus a little bit with whatever 
we can also decide not to put on anything special and just live our lives. And yeah. I, I do, do you know what I mean? But uh, we need yeah. to make decisions on those and not be surprised when it happens. The, the concept of having a work day or a um, work weekend for the residential stewards, that could be something mm -hmm. that would be an economic exchange mm -hmm. more meaningful than just paying rent. So. Here we can put that on. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I imagine um, it could be useful for each of the committee chairs to to think about how their area could be represented in the form of a uh, um, sorry a peer review. Um, process so that, um, you know, if you're the, uh, what are you, the estate chair, you know, to what extent do you think when some people come to kick on the tires of, of Camp Hill Sultane, does your area have to offer in terms of giving people an idea of, of, of whether or not this thing somehow can be characterised or how does it add to the Camp Hill um, movement. <clears throat> so there's that piece I wanted to say, um, and that would go through. The, 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 one that's, the big one that's missing, obviously, is because we don't have an economics uh, um, <coughs> share at the moment, uh, that would be maybe a useful opportunity to really develop that. Um, uh, arts and culture, you know, I think would be the place where one could often imagine uh, some of the uh, more classic or spiritual type uh, um, themes could be raised. Um, but I think personally, I think everything should be infused with some sort of spiritual way of looking at it. <clears throat> um, the other thing which I think I've said probably more than once is that this is all happening in the at the same time as this strategic planning process and I think it would be useful to imagine how our strategic plan also designs our peer review process and also designs in a way how we on an internal regular basis see to what extent we're achieving the, the, the goals that we want to achieve so um, you know I wouldn't imagine that uh, we couldn't um, employ uh, that, those consultants to help with this process too. Mm -hmm. um, the only other thing I want to point out, well, I'll probably end up saying a lot more at some point, but one thing I want to say here also, and this is my personal opinion, so it's don't, I mean, people can disagree. I think that there should be awareness that Camp Hill Sultane is like in a, 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 renew, a re renewed pioneer phase. And a lot of Camp Hills in their pioneer phase could be five people, you know, mm -hmm. who go to Poland and start a Camp Hill. And they, you know, they're very small, but they are really actually dedicated to the Camp Hill mission in their way. And I think that some people might be expecting Camp Hill Sultane to somehow be reflecting 50 or 100 people who are all part of some sort of Camp Hill community thing and I don't personally see why that has to be the case just because maybe we were like that before but that's, a, that's my opinion
that is also the yeah. So I I agree with that. At the same time, the way the say the association is trying to operate is at the same time to reach many people with a qualitative or with with some values that we have expressed in our mission, vision, and values part of our charter, and uh, that, to my mind, is really an expression of this metamorphosing chemical impulse. So, yes, you're right, and would would be um, if the committees were to check with themselves the way you suggest, Adrian, uh, I think another check would be, so how how aware, how, how do we do this with the mission, vision, values, expression in our meeting? Is it alive? Do I think about it? Should it maybe be talked about through the lens of, say, my committee name or topic? That, that, that is another way of checking. Um, just to keep talking, sorry, the other thing I, I was reacting when you sort of uh, were talking about Saltine Inc. and, and Saltine Association, um, it's, um, I think it's a personally part of the futuristic concept I, I at least have of, of the relationship of those two organisations that um, the committees end up being the community voice that the ink um, mm -hmm. is supposed to listen to mm -hmm. and this group and the community in general so that <coughs> um, you know if I was coming into a peer review as a, as a sort of a third party to this context I, I could imagine that you know the ultimately the camp sorry the Sultane Association is the is the real community that is really just um, um, trying to make sure that this um, this organization that holds the resources um, is uh, reflecting the community's uh, uh, needs. And uh, to the extent that the community really didn't think that was happening, then I think that would be a big problem, that the Camp Hill North American Association would be useful to help also to resolve. So just to say, <clears throat> which I think has is a lot of the the recent, or well not so recent now, past of this community has been how does that actually work? I think having this um, embedded, um, you know, uh, trustee of the association be in this community organisation makes it clear that that bigger association can also play a role to sort of support this community um, if ever the organisation really just went off on a tangent um, but I think personally the way it's set up with the, the, the officers being on the board, it's not fail-safe, um, but it's certainly a good uh, basis for making sure that the community's uh, needs are actually reflected by the organisational use of resources. So what I'm trying to say is I don't think they're as separate as perhaps maybe one could otherwise imagine. I think they're sort of, they have a symbiotic relationship. That probably over time will grow back together. Right now, I think it's actually quite useful to be clear what belongs into which place, just to to build a bit the skin around um, 
each one. So for me, it's helpful to keep them a bit apart so that I can orient myself. At the same time, I also think over time that they come together. Are there other people that have thoughts, comments, things to say? I'm just, I'm trying to just wrap my head around the difference between Sultane Inc. and the association. So absorbing what all of you are saying, but I, I don't quite understand what that means. Maybe this isn't the place to discuss that. <laughs> we can have a Sultane 101 class. Yeah, so. that's what I think we need to do. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm, I'm happy to, and I'm pretty sure some other people are, if you okay. harass us or ask at this meeting, and we can find some times. Okay. Well, let's just give it a one. I'm, I'm sure if anybody else is starting to listen to this, they will carry similar questions. Let's just give it a one-minute snapshot. Sultane organization. Well, so there was always just Sultane Inc., right? Then what happened was they created the Sultane Foundation, I don't know, 15 years ago or so, 20, um, to hold certain assets, like the big sort of shares and foundation, whatever. Then, um, you know, I'm not going to talk about Passable because it's a whole different story, actually. <laughs> but then what happened, what, two years ago, almost a year and a half ago, was... There was always a group of people in the community here, at that time only co-workers, i.e. sort of unpaid staff who lived here, <coughs> who had a meeting a little bit like this once a week and talked about the, the Cana stuff and the, you know, what are we going to do with like sort of this land and how are we going to make the world a better place, what is Sultane? What? Sorry, um, uh, that that group kind of laid down in a sense its uh, its uh, sort of uh, job in a way so that it could be picked up again by everybody who works at Sultane, works at Passable, lives at Sultane, um, who you know then can join in to uh, you know be uh, doing the same job of figuring out you know what does this community want to do and then then they that that. Um, is formalized in this association that then we have a once a year a vote and you vote in a number of people to be chairs of this that and the other committee that represents different areas and also three people the secretary the uh, which is Kristen the vice chair which is Danielle and the chair which is currently Sabina those people are automatically on the Sultane board so they actually get to decide with the other eight people or whatever it is on that board for example, if I keep my job or, um, you know, I get fired because I didn't, if I cut down all the trees or I paint everything black or purple, they get to say, that's not okay, you're fired and we get somebody else to take over that job. So I'm not going to just do crazy things without listening to people. Mm -hmm. Thank you, that makes it much clearer. Thank you. Um, so for now, I want to wrap the, I, I just really want us to to think about it I think Adrian your idea of having the committees really going into some of those questions is really a good start um, if we are if say May is our timeline uh, we nonetheless should now pretty soon decide on who who we would like to approach to actually work with us um, on this peer review process. So my understanding is, and I'm checking now, Danielle as the vice chair is also the trustee to Kena, and 
she is really um, a focal point for this peer review organizational piece, and that this group owns it. This uh, to to get all of this sorted out. Or who owns? Well, I think that's an interesting question, which I, my computer worked. I could yeah, tell you. Um, I believe it always comes back to um, you know whether the organization itself wants to be a camp hill, right? And mm -hmm. um, the last time I read it, uh, it says something like uh, um, that the says here something like the central leadership group and the board of directors. So I would say um, in our situation, which is different, and that's the thing, this, this thing might even, this is the new version which might need to be adjusted because it's, we're already looking at it differently, mm -hmm. that this group and the um, resource team, well, actually not even the resource team, the, uh, the sole team leadership team mm -hmm. and this team, Plus the board of directors of, of Saltang. That's to me mm -hmm. what is the equivalent of what they're talking about. So if they all agree that we don't want to be at the Campbell anymore, then that's that. If say, but the, I think the other possibility is if they all agree we don't want to be, that's also possible. If there was differences of opinion, you know, obviously then that could be an interesting situation. But. Um, um, the last thing I think you should mention is the there is still going to be this requirement of community members, like inner community members, so people should know about that. Um, uh, not that they are owners, but they do have an interesting role in that if they're not here, then, then you've kind of got a problem. Um, so Can you, you name them just for now? So currently, at, uh, in this, uh, well, it's hard to say, but basically, uh, Sabina, Rachel, and I are inner community members. Um, I think Clemens and Claudia are sort of left members, but have been members. Um, Danielle is um, applying to be a member. It's something that is a long story, but uh, it's, uh, let's just say, anyone who, anyone, who wants to can find a way to ask to join the inner Campbell community and if you do ask one of those people who are currently members um, then uh, they can uh, guide you uh, to where you go next with that and the, and the bottom line is that with there's a, um, a requirement in the guidelines for membership of Campbell places that there should be three um, a minimum of three members of the inner community, which is a, a, a network of uh, over a odd thousand odd people in the whole world who are members of that inner community. Um, three of them must be um, thinking of this as their community. So we're sort of just there. Adam just had joined and then left. So that's another thing. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, we have to wrap up. Um... I mean, we had to be, we had to wrap up, we had yeah. to finish. Yeah. I think um, regardless of how this will be organized in the big picture, I'll, I would like to send an email to the chairs of the committees and just uh, encourage these kinds of conversations to have. They're anyway good to have. Um, so we'll, we'll leave it there. Um, 
I think we need to decide on people pretty soon, or whoever decides will need to decide on people pretty yeah. soon. Yeah, how maybe it's best to think. Is do you think that that will be a conversation that we just do here, or should there maybe be a another group that sort of talks about it in more detail? Because we'll never get to it, I think, if we try and fit it into this meeting. I mean, we might mention names, but how you. I imagine Danielle uh, again, and I see her really as holding ho holding the focus right now. May just uh, make this uh, Kena committee, yeah, ad hoc committee a reality, and then that is maybe where this would be drilled down on in outside of this meeting. It's it's just somewhere needs to start, so this is why I keep bringing it up here. Um, okay. Can we change this meeting to a Tuesday, same time, same no. place? Yes. Uh, just asking. No, no. I won't be here. Yeah. I I might be um uh, um uh, with the cats. I might have lunch with Emerson on Tuesday. You could For meet. I could. You could. You couldn't. <laughs> you could. I think Danielle could. I could. Why? You you want to have that on Wednesday? <coughs> so what is this? Just because of Larkin still? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, th I think that, that there's a greater chance that her day off might change than some of these people being able to I change their day. It was also because Wednesday is the most difficult day for some people within the um, schedule constraints. But I think Rachel also can't make it Tuesday. She, she doesn't want to be counted right. for now. I checked with her. All right, guys, let's leave it. I just <laughs> thought I'd try again. Um, yeah, we have to finish. We have to finish. I'm asking Chris. The association envisions a world where people of diverse backgrounds and abilities find commonality to work toward a positive future for the planet. The mission of the association shall be to cultivate community without borders, where people can learn from each other and experience continual growth for the betterment of the world. The association achieves its mission through opportunities for transformative lifelong learning and creative endeavor, ecological stewardship, community-based social enterprises. The values of the association are intentional gladness, compassionate interest, acquired enthusiasm. And the founding of the association is inspired by anthroposophy and the Canto community.